Good evening, Island Church. Here it is, Friday evening, 17th of July. We're coming back and we're, we're continuing to exhort you and teach you on uh, fear, uh, overcoming the fear of the day, the fear of the hour, all that's going on. And truly, uh, it is a time in which your adversary, the devil, is doing everything he can do to try to put thoughts of fear, emotions of fear, trying to bring fear to new levels. So many people are acting in fear or acting out of fear. And, and listen, every time you do that, just like faith will draw the blessings of God, the power of God, the anointing of God, and the presence of God, fear will do just the opposite. Fear will literally put a barrier up between that which God wants to do in your life and that which the adversary wants to do. Listen, there is no middle ground of life in which you think, well, I, I really don't want to serve God on that level. I really don't want to, you know, become that fanatical and be like that. And I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not a Satanist. I'm not going to serve the devil. The, the greatest deception in the world is that there is a middle ground that you can li live in. That's what apathy and complacency dictates. And it will always keep you in a miserable position, always wondering what's going to come upon your life. Now, listen, you're around a bunch of people here at Island Church that love God. They love you. Uh, they love your family. They love everything about you. But you're going to have to make a decision in your own heart to rise up in faith. Listen, to step up to another level of serving God, to step up to another level of worship, of giving, of every, every activity that makes you who you are in Christ and that reaffirms the reality that God has placed a righteous spirit on the inside of you, that He is your God, He is your Lord, He's your loving Heavenly Father, and He's never going to leave you or forsake you. Now that's where we left off last night. I kind of struggled a little bit to get this, this uh, uh, scripture out, but let me do it again. I, I think it's a powerful scripture. I'm going to read it in the King James and then read it in the Amplified. This is in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. It says, let your conversation, another word for conversation is lifestyle. Let your lifestyle be without covetedness. Be content with such things as you have. For he saith, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Let me read that in the, in the Amplified. Let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money, including greed and obvious lust, craving for earthly possessions, and be satisfied with your present circumstance and with what you have. Now listen, this is, this is not talking about, well, Pastor, I've got some disease and the Bible says I'm supposed to be satisfied. No, no, that's, it's not talking about that. It's talking about be satisfied with what you possess. The material possessions that you have, let them bring satisfaction to you. If they don't, then you're going to end up being covetous and greedy and you're going to start chasing money to get material things, thinking that those material things are going to give you peace. That, that's Listen, you don't want to do that. And that's not what this is talking about. But now listen to the next uh, uh, part of this. It says, uh, be satisfied with your present circumstance and with what you have. For he, God himself, said, I will not in any way fail you nor give you up nor leave you without support. That's your heavenly father. This is the word of God. You have to let that get in your... Listen, just that word right there can dispel all of the fear. 
All of the fear of, of, of recessions, depressions, lack of money, uh, disease. Uh, God says, listen, I'm going to support you. I'm not going to let you fall. I'm not going to let you fail. But you're going to have to serve me. You're going to have to love me. You're going to have to worship. You're going to be a part of what I'm doing in the earth. God wants to gather all of the church and all of the people into this glorious community, this glorious nation of every creed, color upon the earth, so that people will know there is a God in heaven that loves them and that you don't have to live in fear. Now listen to the rest of this. This is, this is so powerful. Himself has said, I will not in any way fail you or give you up or leave you without support. Now listen to this. This is literally how it reads. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless nor forsake nor let you down. Relax my hold upon you. Assuredly not. So take comfort, take comfort and be encouraged and confidently and boldly. Now look, listen to this. Say. That's very important. The Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Now listen. You're going to have to do what? You're going to have to say it. You're going to have to say over yourself. I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be seized with alarm. I don't care what the news says. I don't care what's going on outside my window in the street. It does not matter what's going on at my job. It doesn't matter what kind of medical report I've gotten. I am not going to be seized with fear. God is my helper. God is my source. God has said he will never leave me, never forsake me. God has said, I will, I will, I will not in any degree leave you helpless nor forsake you. To hear yourself say that, to let it come out of your mouth and go into your ears and do it every day. You say, now why, why every day, Pastor? I mean, come on, you're on this everyday thing, praying every day, reading the Word. Because every day you're going to have an opportunity to fear. You're going to have an opportunity to be alarmed. You're going to have an opportunity for the enemy to come in and discourage you and harm you. So every day you have to muster resistance against fear and you must do that with the Word of God. And as you begin to say these things, that's why we constantly, constantly put out there, you must have a strong faith-based confession. Speak the word over your health. Speak the word over your, uh, over your prosperity and your wealth. Speak the word of redemption. Speak, the wor speak words over your family. Speak God's word continually, every day, all the time. Think them, meditate them. You say, well, Pastor, that just, you're just painting the picture of a lifestyle I don't think I can live. Yes, you can. You have been born again to live that lifestyle. And it is literally, now let me, tell, let me just say this, it is the eternal lifestyle that you will live forever. It is. Once, once the rapture takes place, or you go by the way of the grave to heaven, there's going to be no more fear. There's going to be no more thoughts of doubt, unbelief. There's going to be none of that. Your entire existence and focus is going to be on Him and on heavenly things. Why not start it now? Why not begin to live that life now? That's exactly what the Word of God and the Spirit of God encourage us to do. Now, one of our favorite scriptures around here at Island Church is over in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 41. Let me get over here to it. Isaiah 41, I believe it begins there in verse 10. We've used this scripture for years and years and years in order to impart a word from God, a word from God that literally something that you can continually speak 
meditate upon that it's going to do what it says it's going to do. It's going to totally destroy fear's ability to get a hold in your life. Let me read through it. We'll come back and, and comment on it. Verse 10 of Isaiah chapter 41. Fear not, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. They that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them and shall not find them. Even them that contend with thee, they that war against thee shall be as nothing and a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Now, you can go through your Bible, you can go in the back and get to your concordance or have a strong, and go look up the word fear and go get all these scriptures. Much of the Old Covenant, much of the Old Covenant, the word fear is used with the fear of the Lord. That's that reverential fear of the Lord. And listen, I know more about that now than I've ever known. I remember how strong the fear of the Lord was in me as a child. What I, what I was taught, uh, what I saw in manifestation and services and working through the ministries of, of men and women. Then I backslid. I got away from God. But one thing that did not depart from me was the fear of God. I always thought about the rapture taking place and that I would miss it. I always think about, you know, the call of God that was on my life and I was not obeying it. Now, I, I was always in this, in this kind of this real turmoil in my mind about how, you know, I know better than this. I know better than to do this. And the fear of God was very strong in my life. Well, I came back to the Lord. And when I came back to the Lord, then that fear shifted a gear in me. I saw the path that God had for me. I began to get glimpses of His will for my life. I began to understand that God had me in His hand and wanted to use me in the last of the last days. And I began to fear getting off, getting off the, uh, the pathway, the narrow pathway, getting in a ditch here, getting in a ditch there. And when I say fear, it's not a fear that would have caused me problems. It was a healthy fear of God in reverencing Him to the point that I did not want to disappoint Him in any way. That runs throughout the theme of the, of the entire Old Testament. But when we come to the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now this is unique. As he began to pull men and women into his ministry, and as he began to perform acts of supernatural origin, overcoming sickness and disease, uh, destroying the devil through casting out demons, uh, 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 calming the sea, feeding thousands and thousands of people supernaturally. As he began to perform these mighty acts of God, People begin to get in fear. I remember there on the, uh, on the Sea of Galilee when the, when the storm was raging and they were afraid. But listen, they were with Jesus. They had experienced many mighty acts. They woke him up in the boat. When they woke him up in the boat, he got up and rebuked the storm and it calmed right down. Anytime you're walking with God supernaturally by faith, you're going to have opportunity for fear. But you've got the Word. Here's the best way to describe it. You've got the Word of God in your boat. You've got the Word of God in your life. Keep Him woke up. And if you'll do that, it doesn't matter what comes down. It doesn't matter what happens. You're going to know He's with you, just like it says here. Fear not, for I am with thee. Praise God. I, I, listen, I've encouraged myself. I think that's really awesome that God loves us so much. Praise God. Don't forget our weekend prayer on Saturday night. Uh, church on Sunday, it's a great weekend anytime we have Mission Sunday and Communion. Uh, a whole day of serving and worshiping and glorifying 
Jesus Christ, our mighty Lord and Savior. We love you, and we'll see you again here on Monday night. God bless you.